Blog Talk Radio. To the Frontier Beyond Fear. I'm Susan Larison Dans, and today is Saturday, September 9th, 2023. Normally, this program airs live 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. This week and last, we've been airing an hour later, and occasionally the show may air at a different time on Saturday, but next week I expect it will be at its normal time. Um, live. So thank you to those of you joining me live and also those who are listening to this program on your favorite syndicated platform because this show can be found on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other locales online. So thank you for being here today. And as usual, a thank you to Blog Talk Radio for um, featuring this program on their their front page prior to the show. And let's just check. Yes, during the show as well, while live. So I always appreciate that as well. Today I'm going to talk about something that came across my path last week. And I felt that it was something very, very much compatible with the theme of this program And it gives us the opportunity to continue to look through the lens of love. And the verse that came across my path then led me, even just before this show, to look at the greater passage or portions of it. And I want to say at the outset, as I begin here, I believe that because God is love, we must look through the lens of love. We must look through the lens of First Corinthians 13 because some things in this passage, which I won't necessarily read the entire um, thing, can be looked through the eyes, looked at through the eyes of fear, and that's not compatible with God is love. The divine is love and that everything fundamentally must come back to love and i had to reflect rather deeply on some portions which i will present but i won't present it all and i'll explain that as we go along but the part that came across my path was this proverbs 3 3 let love and faithfulness never leave you bind them around your neck Write them on the tablet of your heart. Now, how beautiful that verse is. And that's why it really caught my attention. And 
no doubt, maybe years and years ago, there, there are a couple other verses in this section, one in particular, that are more commonly stated. But this one, how wonderful to combine this with reflections on 1 Corinthians 13, which I have often done on this program, as to what love is. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. We must wrap ourselves in love. We are living in a very tumultuous time on the earth. Things are happening and will happen that will test our ability to hold unconditional love paramount. We don't have the luxury in this technological world to allow anything else to be paramount. And we are going to need to trust in the omnipresent divine and the guidance of the omnipresent divine, which is unconditional love, more than ever, most likely in our entire lives. We will be thankful that we have that faith and that trust, even when it feels imperfect, because we are not even going to be able to imagine how difficult the path will be for those who do not have that spiritual guidance, that spiritual wisdom, that place that we can go, that refuge, that shelter, that path. It will help us to make decisions. It will help us to be who we know we can be, to be the best of ourselves in our hearts, and to not succumb to what so easily can happen. It happens to all of us, to the angst and the um, divisiveness and the nastiness and the, you know, how that gives um, you know, it can give you a temporary, temporary um, it, you know, the, the, to say um, some scathing thing about that which you feel divided from. Sure, that may give you a little charge for a few minutes, but it has no way of helping us going forward. We must find the path of loving our neighbors. We must find the path of empathy, compassion, and doing the more difficult work of mending the divides, of fixing that which is dividing us. When we realize we are inseparable and so are they, whoever the they is that you choose to label as an other, you know, they are living human lives just like you are. Sometimes, and this is happening where I am and in many other places, you don't even know what people are feeling 
when they're under some oppressive weight and not able to express themselves openly. It's going to take real courage to be ourselves within the midst of unconditional love and to truly value honesty and truth in so many ways that things are being spun right now are hiding just that, to elevate a divisive narrative. We need to find our way forward. That doesn't mean that there aren't things that we as people who have chosen chosen to live in a space of unconditional love, that doesn't mean that there are going to be things that we won't disagree with. This doesn't mean we just agree with things that are amiss or very astray or leading towards very aberrant behavior in our world. That doesn't mean we just agree with it, but it means that we find the way forward within divine guidance of unconditional love so that we can mend things, so that we can find that space of understanding, where we can find that space of valuing each and every soul on this earth and knowing that they are living with so many challenges and in so many ways depending on where they happen to be and don't assume that you are excluded depending on where any of us happen to be they are living in a space where often truth is not readily presented. We need to value wisdom and discernment. And this passage has a lot to do with that. And as always, know that it is written in the context of its day. And we can recognize that. And let's begin. I guess I will begin at the beginning. Proverbs 3. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. And let's stop and know that the greatest commandment has to do with love. To love. And, you know, for I may have to do a different show on this because I used to get confused about what it really meant. What is our relationship with the divine? And we need to recognize that there is a greater aspect that we cannot see. Of course we can't. We're in this space as human beings. But it is also omnipresent, and we are inseparable from what that is. There is a greater plan. There is a greater wisdom. But we are all inseparable from what that is. And we can't always, in fact, many times we can't see it clearly. Look at 1 Corinthians 13, the part where it says that we see through a mirror darkly. That's because we can't see everything clearly on this planet. There's a reason we're here. We didn't want to see everything clearly we wanted to blind ourselves to a degree not completely to what we would see on the other side otherwise we wouldn't come here why would we come here at all from across the veil if not to have a growth experience 
with a veil between us and full wisdom, full knowledge of what it's like on the other side. But we can feel it, we can get glimpses, and we can get very powerful insights and experiences. And we wanted that too. This is why we're here. Next verse. which we just, we will repeat. Verse 3, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. That is so beautifully written. And notice how it mentions the heart and how important the heart is. Notice that it doesn't mention the mind. In fact, the next verse, which we have heard a lot of, Um, or certainly I did growing up, and I even thought about, you know, how to, this is going to seem rather paradoxical, how to interpret this verse, but I'm doing it within the wisdom of the divine guidance, knowing that God is unconditional love. The divine is omnipresent, unconditional love, as described in 1 Corinthians 13 and other places. Actually, it's not quite the next verse. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm not as familiar with this passage as 1 Corinthians 13. As I say, I came across it. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. So when we, let, actually, we're not ready to move on yet. Faithfulness means trust. It means trusting in that love. Trusting not letting that love leave us. Gosh, that's important. Isn't it so often that we fall out of alignment with that love in how we're treating other people? And we all do it. And, you know, it really doesn't feel good. I don't see how it feels good to anyone on the spiritual path. Sure, like I said, you know, Um, I find, at least for me, I mean, in the past, sure, we've all gotten involved in this kind of thing. But, you know, it just just feels like, you know, wallowing in the mud, really. There's nothing to gain from that. We must keep love paramount, and we must trust it. As far as winning favor, well, maybe we win some trust. You know, we don't need to be, um, at when we're in a space of humility, we don't need to be in a space of constantly needing affirmations from other people. But we can be in a space where we can hopefully help to guide each one of us through the divine guidance that's coming through us, through that connection to omnipresent love, we can hope that we can help other people. Why would I do this show at all? Which in many ways is um, both a legacy and in the present moment, I don't know where this show is going over time. I don't even have any idea how many people are listening. That is very much not clear anymore. Not like in the old days. Even then it wasn't clear. It was either you know, elevated or or you just didn't know, or the opposite. Doesn't matter. If you're listening to me, thank you for being here with me today. Let's hope that we can make a difference in the world. Here's the verse that 
perhaps some of you have heard, and I have. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So, what does that mean when we are looking at the world through the eyes of divine omnipresent love? How many times has an atheist been born or stayed an atheist because there is just no way of understanding the darkness in this world. And it feels incompatible that there could be any divinity. And maybe such a person is somewhat blessed to have not seen the, mir- the miracles that so many of us have seen, the proof that there is actually something more to this reality than meets the eye. And sure, they may default to saying it's just some big computer simulation, you know, with some alien race that's created it or whatever. That's the ultimate out for such people. That's where we need faith, that there's more to it than that, that we're worth more than that, that we know that there is more to the universe, to the multiverse than that instead of just smoke and mirrors like maybe they would believe if they saw the miracles. So we don't need to be uncomfortable with this verse. We can trust in omnipresent, unconditional love with all our hearts. Yes, I said loved and and love because we are loved. That just happened to happen. We can trust in love, even when we don't understand, because there are times we're not going to understand, because things seem so apart from love. But we, keep, we must keep trusting in love. Back to verse 3, let love and faithfulness never leave you, never leave you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. Verse 6, in all your ways acknowledge him, that being the omnipresent divine, and he will make your path straight. And it has a subtest that says, or will, that can mean, will direct your path. When you acknowledge that omnipresent, unconditional love is paramount, and that is the omnipresent divine, and you trust in that, and you trust in the guidance, the miraculous guidance of omnipresent, unconditional love, how could it not direct your path or make it straight, make it clear, make it everything you have ever wished that it could be? The more that we trust in this, The more that we believe in this, the more we will find our way forward, both as individuals and as humanity. It's very key. Now I'm going to skip down to something I really don't recall reading, probably when I was very young, perhaps, but certainly not recently. This part is about wisdom starting in verse 13. Blessed is the man who finds wisdom, the man who gains understanding. And let's remember that that understanding comes through pure, unconditional love when we trust in the omnipresent divine that is pure, unconditional love. 
for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her, and this her, this she, is wisdom. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Well, I don't know that we particularly need that if we have humility, but that's just all and fine. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. Do you hear this? The wisdom of unconditional love will lead us, and all her paths are peace. Not just some of them, all our paths, all, all her paths are peace. Do we not want peace? Do we not want it? Are we so wrapped up in the divisiveness of our day that we no longer even want peace? Have you thought about that? Think about it seriously because this really matters on our paths ahead. This could get very divisive coming up, and we are going to need as many people as possible who are clinging to unconditional love and the ways of peace that arise from it. She is a tree of life to those who embrace her those who lay hold of her will be blessed. And what is this? This is wisdom of the omnipresent divine, which is pure unconditional love, as described in 1 Corinthians 13. By wisdom, the Lord laid the earth's foundations. By understanding, he set the heavens in place. By his knowledge, the deeps were divided and the clouds let drop the dew. My son, preserve sound judgment and discernment. Do not let them out of your sight. They will be life for you, an ornament to grace your neck. Then you will go on your way in safety, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. What a beautiful set of verses. And, you know, I have no memory of coming across these verses, you know, unless many, many, many years ago, certainly not in recent years, and I was just led to them this week. In fact, some of them only today when I decided to look at the rest of the passage. What is this talking about? Discernment. Discernment. That has to do with truth. Go back to 1 Corinthians 13 and what it has to say about love and truth and the ways of truth and how important the truth is and honesty. When we can be discerning and we allow ourselves to be guided towards that discernment by the omnipresent divine from which we are inseparable, which is omnipresent, unconditional love. This will help us to um, put aside the lies of the day. And there are many, and there are many, those who would seek to um, poison 
our paths with divisive lies, by enjoying divisiveness. And so many of these things do not, they contain half-truths, not full-truths. And the more challenging path is to look at things in the full light of day and to see it fully so you can understand where someone you don't understand is coming from. And you can love that person and you can begin to see what is actually going on. It's not us versus them. We're all in this together. Look at how it says you will sleep peacefully. Your days will be so much less stressful when you trust in this discernment that comes to you. Have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being snared. You know, what are we talking about here? What will ensnare people are those who are caught in darkness, who are not valuing omnipresent, unconditional love. That doesn't make them, um, you know, worthy of scorn, but it does make them worthy of our compassion and empathy because they're not seeing the light. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to act Do not say to your neighbor, come back later, I'll give it tomorrow, when you now have it with you. Do not plot harm against your neighbor who lives trustfully near you. Do not accuse a man for no reason when he has done you no harm. We're nearing the end of the half hour. I'm not going to go over too much today, but this has everything to do with loving our neighbors. They may not be. In fact, I can guarantee they're not the same as us. Every person on this earth has a unique path, how they got to be who they are, how they came to see the world in the way that they do. And yes, yes, there are certainly situations where people are caught up In darkness, we don't need to love the darkness, but we can love the person. And we can hope that we can help ourselves and others because we're not immune from the darkness either. We can hope that we can treasure the love that can guide us, that can give us the deeper wisdom we seek. And we will feel so much better about our own lives and our own paths and our own voices and what we choose to say, even when we are imperfect human beings and sometimes we say what we don't mean in the heat of the moment. We need to be more conscious of our words. We need to be more conscious of Proverbs 3, 3. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. 
And let's not forget what greater wisdom, the deeper wisdom, the love-based wisdom, the love-based discernment guides us to. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all, not just some, all her paths are peace. We have choices to make coming up ahead of us, choices as to who we choose to be, how we choose to use our voices like I'm choosing right in this moment. What will you choose? Do you want to live in a space where you are truly conscious more and more of omnipresent, unconditional love? Or not? Do you want to find wisdom and discernment? Do you want to be the best person you can be? That path is available. Trust, 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 and trust again in omnipresent, unconditional love. Thank you for being here, those of you listening live, those of you listening in the future. Um, I am, as I've said before, upgrading FrontierBeyondFear.com soon, so it's not totally up to date, but if you click on um, the link to the archive, you'll find all the shows. Um, I do them just about every week without a break. We had one week off because there was a technical difficulty, but then there was one during the week, so they're very frequent. And I should be here next week at Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific, my normal time, 4 p.m. Eastern. And thank you to Blog Talk Radio once again for featuring this show while live. I hope this wisdom has been helpful for you. It comes to us in mysterious ways, and we can trust in the synchronicity of that. Take care, everyone. Thank you.